house of dogs. My uh, my brother has. We just came from my brother's house. He has a retriever and a husky. Nice. So nice, nice. Hair everywhere. Yeah, it yeah. is I, impossible to keep that house clean. It mm. just floats everywhere. It's just tumbleweed of dog hair. Yeah, I had a friend who uh, he had a a husky in a very small apartment. Well, there's yeah. their house is about 800 square feet, so mm. it's two relatively big dogs. For so my brother, um, we used to live in 1,500 square foot house uh, out in Baldwin, and then they got engaged, and it was kind of like, well, whose house do we pick? And hers is a cheaper mortgage, and it's in like a it's in Dogtown, so yeah. it's oh, a cool area. Yeah, and totally, it's a lot, yeah. Very walkable, very close to Tam Ave. They're cool. very close to just walking distance, and so Andy That's was cool. like, I'd rather live over there. It's yeah. a cooler, cooler neighborhood. Yeah. We were just kind of like in. The location of the house we lived in at the time was not really close to 270 and not really close to 40 or 141. We were uncomfortably in the middle between everything, mm-hmm. and so everything was always 10 minutes longer than it should be because you had to drive all the way down Manchester yeah. to get somewhere first. So yeah. the place I live now is so close to 270 that like, everything is yeah, it's kind of geographical oddity, 20 minutes away from basically everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Did you turn up the thingy? I did. Oh, cool. Yes. Such a quiet little pup. They're pretty, they're pretty chill. Yeah. 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 Very chill. Okay. So you go by Maggie, yes, you said? Yes, I do. I go by Maggie. I mean, Meg is fine. Uh, Latin Decker. Latin Decker. Very yeah. good. Yeah. And your business is Bijou. Bijou Chocolates. Chocolates. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so this was like kind of very spur of the moment, but I'm cool. I'm glad <laughs> yeah, you're able to get coming. this. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Going together. Do you have any questions before we begin? Um, I mean, not necessarily. I've never done anything like this, so logistically, I'm sure you guys just know everything about whatever. So if I'm doing yeah. something wrong, just point it out. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if there's... Recording wise, anything that I'm a bit of a fast talker, I do know that. So, okay. I've told so am I. my entire <laughs> life that I need to slow down. Same so, here. yeah, it's all right, I'll um, do my best. The the beginning email, the intro email you sent was very helpful. Okay, good, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, basically, we'll just kind of chat about what you did. Um, I am familiar with Rick, mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool how you okay. did that. Are we gonna need to switch out batteries, or do you think we're gonna be okay? I don't know because it's like halfway, got two bars, two. so we can try it. We'll see. Well, I mean, if we need to pause. I'll middle. watch it see if it's okay. still is. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, is there anything in particular coming up that you would like to talk about? Um, well, Valentine's Day is up ahead. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm doing a couple events for that. Okay. And then, I mean, I honestly, from now until May, I've got something every month. And then the summer hits and chocolate's just non-existent of a business in the summertime anyway. So yeah. I don't really expect much there. But other than yeah. the pop-ups and things, I just got involved with the... Um, called the women's creative it's a women's pop-up shop um i think they've been around for a while but i kind of i'm new obviously so i bumped in but um they specifically work with women-owned businesses and so they do a lot of pop-ups for that and they do them kind of all over and specific and they have a really good marketing team so nice i'm really glad i was able to jump on there very cool train yeah very cool well this is probably gonna come out in about a month so maybe a little bit after valentine's yeah so, you know, you can talk okay. about Valentine's um, or there's Yeah, no, that's that. fine. I've got yeah. a couple things. I've got a wedding show and a chocolate and wine event Perfect. In March. Perfect. So. Okay. Hello. Right. Oh, and I might take a couple photos of you while we're doing this. No, yeah, that's the, fine. Just act normal. Okay. <laughs> just have chocolate. And then also I brought you guys some chocolates. Oh, it's kind of you. a hodgepodge of things I've got for Valentine's Day. Awesome. And Random other things. Oh, awesome mug, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> What's on it? It's a blueprint of a Dalek. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice, and this nice. Is Star Wars, so. Very I like cool. it. Are you a little bit of a geek? A little bit of a geek, yes. A little like bit. That. Awesome. Awesome. You can't have any. Sorry. <laughs> you can be cozy. Sorry. I know, that's the biggest thing, is I'm, I'm not exactly a clean 
uh, worker of the kitchen. And luckily I have my own room that can be completely closed off from everything. So no animals or anything gets anywhere near <laughs> it. But if I'm transporting to and from like the kitchen to the room and I'm always like, <laughs> it's everything. Yeah. So I, at some point I'll hear somebody crunching on something and I'm like, like what no. are you eating? Cause I don't know. <laughs> Cause that, it's easily, it could just be like granola from earlier or, you know, chocolate. Yeah, so. Exactly. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Yes. It happens around here too. Yep. All right. Should we go? Okay. <laughs> we'll do this. We rolling? We're rolling. Let's do this. Okay. Hi, Maggie. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Uh, really nice to meet you. Me we just met you like five minutes ago <laughs> through online introduction, which is awesome. Um, tell us what you're going to pour us from your wickedly cool um, growler here. Uh, yeah, so this is... Um, a hot chocolate mix. Uh, it's, I did it for Christmas. It's kind of a spur of the moment thing. I bought these molds to make Christmas ornaments. So they were about two and a half inches round. And I toyed with like, well, I'll just make them like a really big bonbon and fill them with filling and that'll be cool. And then, I don't know, I kind of <laughs> toyed with that and then I could never figure out what to put in it. Cause it, when you're something that big, it's a lot of flavor. And so you kind of, I don't want it to just be all mush. You want to have layers and stuff and so, I just did too much on my plate, and my brother was like, what if you just make it hot chocolate? I was like, that's such a smart idea. I've seen other people do something similar. And so I basically, I should have probably taken my kiss I could show you a picture um, of what it did look like because it <laughs> was a chocolate ornament, and the entire shell is dark chocolate. It sits on a dark chocolate stand, and then the filling is hot chocolate mix. And so you just cool. throw the whole thing Ooh, in, and the whole neat. thing like melts, yeah. and so... It, cool. I had one that was broken, sort of just left over from a couple couple weeks ago. And hmm. since it's just chocolate, it lasts forever because it isn't cream-based until you you know add it to the milk yourself like I did today. So yeah. it uh, I melted that in my kitchen with that two cups of milk. That is a clever idea. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it was, I mean, easily the most popular thing that I sold during Christmas time. Nice. I made them in these little boxes and so you had the ornament the ornament and then there was marshmallows and they came with little instructions and so very cool we made two cups of hot chocolate i like that that is what i have and i will be very careful because this is see if we can find the easiest way to this i hope it's still pretty warm should be okay yeah we'll make it work by the way to the people listening she's using a star wars uh growler here to uh full hot chocolate it's very cool she has a dalek mug it's a blue printer dalek on i'm very impressed gonna be a little sad amount for me but that's okay i have plenty in my life so i don't need that much more very good all right, all right. thank Enjoy. you so much there's a little bit of vanilla bean a little bit of cinnamon in there too beautiful yeah, cheers all right cheers perfect day for it too oh my gosh yeah you could really use some mm. of this today it's what like 20 degrees outside right now Probably. very yeah. windy mm. not very nice out it's very good i like it thank you it's a bit thicker. I'm I'm used to the really watered down kind of just with powdered packets, and so it took a little experimenting between me and uh, my fiance's really into chocolate, and so he's like, "Bring on the thicker, the chocolatier, blah." blah. And I was like, "Okay, it's just uh, as long as you like it." Yeah. You know, I never know what like the average person wants for mm-hmm. hot chocolates. Everyone's kind of different. It's kind but. of similar to like some European sipping chocolates I've had mm-hmm. before. Very. Thirsty. I kind of wanted to. Like, toe the line of, of being there without, because that's, I mean, that's almost dippable. It's so yes. thick. And so I kind of wanted to toe the line between the really thick sipping chocolate and, like, what we kind of know and recognize as hot chocolate. Yeah. Kind of as a powder and mix kind of watered down version. So uh-huh. kind of a like the in-between stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, uh, I don't want to throw you to the dogs and give you something super thick and heavy <laughs> that you aren't going to recognize, but at least kind of 
should push push you in that direction. I understand. Yeah. Yes. Um, Maggie, tell everybody listening who you are. Uh, so my name is Maggie Ladendecker. I am a local chocolatier, born and raised in St. Louis. I went to Mizzou, graduated in 2015 with a hospitality management degree and a business minor. And then I went on to pastry school in Chicago. I went to the French pastry school. I did their patisserie program, which is a six-month certificate program, um, which is really cool. They, it's like every two weeks you do something new. So it's like two weeks of cakes, two weeks of wedding cakes, two weeks of chocolate, two weeks of candy, breads, et cetera, et cetera. So while I was up there, they require you to do what they call a stage, but it's basically just a, like an internship. But the difference is, and I'm, I honestly don't know much about internships, but from for stages, it could be anywhere from one four-hour shift, that is your stage, to a six-month period, to a couple times a week. I mean, it could be really anything. So I did one four-hour shift stage. They require you to do two. Um, I did one four-hour shift, wrapped caramels for four hours at a candy shop, and they were like, okay, sounds good. I'll sign off if you're done. I was like, all right. Um, and then the next week, I went to a place called Veruca Chocolates, which at the time was in... Oh shoot! I think it wasn't. It was. I think it's in Lincoln. I think it's in Lincoln Park now. It was Logan Square. It was over in Logan mm. Square. So they just moved and expanded probably within the last year. But they called me back, and it was kind of this. I went over there, and they were like, "Yeah, you can come in on Tuesdays, like after class, and um, work for a couple of hours." And so I did that, and it was sort of a. We didn't really define a set start or end date and so I just kept showing up and they just kept letting me come and, <laughs> good, yeah. and then um, it got to a point where they were getting really busy with some outside orders that they just hired me and so I ended up working there the entire six month stint mm. so I had the one four hour stage and, or, and then the one six month every couple times a week stage which turned into a job and mm. they were kind of the first ones to show me really what you could do with chocolate because I've, I've never um, I mean Bissinger's is big here and obviously, you know, I've known Russell Stover's and, and those kinds, like Whitmore's or whatever, so those kinds of things, but we didn't really have, other than like a few like Dove chocolates in the house, I've never seen anything like that before, and so um, I don't know if you guys are able to see any pictures or, or anything of, of um, the type of chocolates, but if you're familiar with Rift Dora, yes. then you would know mm-hmm. the painted hard shell bonbons. I just had no idea that was a possibility, and so right. that kind of opened my eyes to this entire industry and to the creativity of it, and um, I've always been very drawn to arts and I took art through high school and I was art major in college for a hot minute before <laughs> switching total career paths but um it's always really interested me I always like having a creative outlet and so this was kind of this cool mesh of it's a lot of science it's a lot of like, artistry and it's a cool mixture of them both and so I knew I wanted to pursue that. I also knew I didn't want to live in Chicago. <laughs> I, I've i never really been a city person. I grew up in O'Fallon, just across the bridge. And so... Oh, Illinois? O'Fallon, uh, Missouri. Oh, Missouri. So, oh, across the uh, 40 bridge uh, over in St. Charles. But, um, so, I live in Baldwin now, and I'm like, I'm in the city. <laughs> so, I think I'm just being across the bridge is a city to me. But I lived in Chicago. It was a short six-month stint, but I was in... Logan Square, I had to walk everywhere, use the L, and I went from January through May, Ooh. January through June. So I was there in, like, the worst of it yeah. when it was so hardcore snowing and really, really cold, and I didn't have a car, and so I just walked everywhere, and uh, six months was about as enough as I needed to yeah. live in a big city to realize I don't really want to stay in the city, so 
uh, all my family friends, everyone's back here. And so I was like, I gotta go back to St. Louis. So mm -hmm. here I am. <laughs> I had a similar reaction to uh, living in St. Louis. I mean, Chicago briefly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. First winter, no, uh, I can live a little further south than that. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, is uh, I mean, I was told they had a pretty mild winter when I lived there, but everyone was like, it's a cold you've never known. It'll be so cold. And I was like, I'm sorry, Missouri. I mean, St. Louis gets pretty cold, and we yeah. can get pretty snowy and icy, too. So I was like, it's probably windier if you're closer mm -hmm. to the lake, but I didn't think it was that. It's just mostly that I was walking in it so much. Mm -hmm. It's like, if I was walking this much in St. Louis, I'd be just as cold. So. Right. I, the weather wasn't a huge thing. I just, I missed having a car. I missed seeing trees. Like, they just, mm -hmm. when you're walking around, it's, I mean, you know, concrete flooring and all the steel buildings. It's like a park here and there, but I didn't really live close to one, so. Yeah. So, yes. And so what uh, year was that that you moved back? So I graduated Louis? in 2016 mm -hmm. in June yeah. from the pastry program. Mm -hmm. So I moved back to St. Louis and spent a couple months looking for a job. It's not... Um, it's not as big here. It's, mm -hmm. I think, in the last maybe five or six years that this type of chocolate is really starting to move into the... It's definitely in, you know, L.A. and New York, and it's... It, there's a quite a few places in Chicago that will actually do it, too, but it's sort of slowly making its way throughout the U.S., and which is awesome, because it's... I mean, I, I love when people get opened up to new... I don't know, you know, it's just like, it's just like a new thing that isn't really used as popular, and so it's, I'm glad that it's picking up popularity, but with that, it's not easy to find a job, yeah. so um, I actually, through like a really random friend of a friend happenstance, was able to talk to um, Dave Owens with Bissinger's mm -hmm. right when I graduated, and it was just like, what do you think, what do I do, do you have any advice, and he was really, really nice, and just kind of said, you know, I, he gave me a few ideas and said I would look at these places, like with the schooling and the education that you've gotten, um, I would, he, he basically told me to go and find Rick Jordan because he was like, mm. what he does and what you learned in school, you're going to get the most out of working with him and he'll teach you, you know, the same stuff that you learned in school and so then it wouldn't be like a, not like a waste of education kind of, but, but kind of like you wouldn't be going somewhere where you would be doing nothing like this and you'd be on an assembly line or something so he kind of pushed me in that direction and so I just kind of minor stalked him for like walked into the shop a lot and like buy chocolates and just sort of talk and um I uh mostly just kind of geeked out about his product and we would just talk about stuff like that and then mm -hmm. I finally went in with my then I guess boyfriend now fiance who who is way more talkative than I am and I'm much more outgoing and so I was just like oh, cool, caramels, and blah, blah, blah. And then he's just like, hey, so she just graduated pastry school. Are you hiring? <laughs> I got my third round in, and I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Uh, and so I actually, I lucked into, like, he had just let go of his own, his last other employee, and so I kind of walked in on this perfect moment where he had just lost one of his employees. We were just coming up to um, the Best of Missouri Festival at the Botanical Gardens, which is in early October usually yes. and so this was like end of August early September and he was like come work with me for like a month we'll prep for this event we'll work the event and then if we both mutually feel like this is going to work like we'll give you that month trial period and then go from there and I ended up working for him for almost two years after mm. that wow. up until uh he ended up closing down his shop mm -hmm. last uh oh boy was it like a year and a half now or something because I started in April mm -hmm. and we had closed in September because yeah. there was like a six-month period where I was like 
what do I do? Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's kind of where I got to, I guess, where I'm at. And he's, yeah. uh, yeah, it was two years, and I learned a lot, definitely, from him and from Veruca. And, and they gave me a great letter of recommendation, and they were like, if you're ever back, you have a job, blah, blah, blah. So they were very, very nice, too. And so I'm still kind of in contact with them. And they've been really helpful for um I reached out when I was, like, starting my own giving advice and she was super nice and gave me like well here's where I buy my packaging and here's where this and that and I was like oh great thanks so nice. yeah everyone is it's a small community but everyone's really nice very cool that I've spoken to yeah I've had quite a few um very friendly people I mean even on people I've never met before like on Instagram mm-hmm. I've seen someone who would post a mold and I have the same mold and mine has issues and so I sent them on the email I was like hey <laughs> Mine always has holes in it. Like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, you can do this, this, and this. I mean, just everyone's so nice. So That's it's cool. been uh, very welcoming because some, sometimes some sometimes the food industry can be very secretive and very guarding of their mm. their talents and skills, which I understand. But for the most part, everyone's been really cool. And chocolatiers are helpful. Yeah, chocolatiers have been very helpful. Very cool. Very cool. In your um, introductory email to us, so you said that Bijou has existed since uh, last April. The about yes, yeah, so it's all, it'll be almost a year mm-hmm. this April. Very Ooh. cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that flew. Yeah. <laughs> is this what you do full time now, or? Um. Yes and no. So when I started it in April, I was commuting to Columbia, Missouri. I was a uh, the uh, director of research and development for a donut shop. So I was the culinary director for a donut shop in Columbia, Missouri. Wow. It's called Harold's Donuts. I worked for him when I was at Mizzou, and uh, they're a local startup. It's They just opened their second location. It'll be probably a year this January. Mm-hmm. And so they've had two locations. They've been open for about four or five years. And so I was there when they started, and I was one of their first employees. And when I graduated, he, you know, very, if you ever need anything, if you're ever in town, blah, blah, blah. And so I sent him an email probably last early early spring maybe it was january ish and was like i'm starting my own business do you have any advice as a startup yourself because he he was in political science and then just opened a donut shop like it just like (laughs) no background at all and so i was like tell Mm. me your secrets and so he was actually in town looking at working with an architect for their second building and um he met up with me at starbucks and we had this long conversation and he kind of gave me some tips and advice for, you know, getting a loan or talking to a bank Mm. or finding a location and all these things that, um, were really helpful. And then he sent me an email a couple weeks later and was like, if you need a job in between kind of starting this up instead of just, you know, cold turkeying it, I'll give you a salaried three day a week position in Columbia. And so I took him up on that and I did that for a year, Mm. which was awesome. But a year is as much as I ever want to commute back and forth to Columbia. I'm lucky because I've got relatives who live there, and so I would drive down Tuesday, stay Wednesday, and then leave Thursday. So it worked, but also I was like, I'm living at my brother's house, I'm living in Columbia, Missouri, I've got clothes at my parents, because it's, if I stop in O'Fallon, it's a shorter drive, and so I was living Mm. in my car for a year, basically, and breaking this. Yeah, I hit a breaking point where I was like, I can't do this anymore, so... (laughs) Uh, yeah, somewhat recently it's been a full-time thing, which is perfect because Christmas and Valentine's Day and Easter are all pretty big yeah. chocolate-based holidays, so this is the time to have this be full-time because uh, come summer it's going to be slow. Yeah. So what does the, um, what's the name mean for you? So, uh, that took a long time. The, um, 
everything that is chocolate related in any way, shape, or form already exists. <laughs> and I had to really, really reach to find something. I knew I knew I didn't want it to be my name. I it's because my name isn't Maggie and I don't go by Margaret, which is my full name mm. generally. Uh, nothing against it. I just never have. Everybody gets Maggie wrong, and I was like, "It's gonna be so confusing if people are gonna think it's Maggie or Megan, and then they'll never really know." And then, Ladendecker is not exactly a breezy last name to spell. Um, plus, I'm getting married, and so I'm gonna change it anyway. And so it's like this is too much, and um, just sort of, I, I didn't, I didn't necessarily want my face to be the brand. I wanted to create a brand, and so I sort of. Racked my brain for months trying to figure something out. I knew I wanted to stick with a French theme. I went to a French pastry school, so I'm classically French pastry trained, and that's kind of where this technique is all coming from. And so I knew I wanted it to be French. Um, honestly, I just kind of stumbled over it. The word bijou means jewels or jewelry, which is the one of the most common sort of comments I get, where people yeah. be like, "I thought this was jewels," or "I thought these were, you know, like." fancy stones or marbles or things like that yeah. and so it's a really common comment and so it kind of clicked and just made sense cool. yeah and it, it didn't exist in, in within the u.s so it was kind of a win-win although i think there's a bijou um clothing and jewelry yeah there's, in St. There, Louis. there is actually because i've yeah. been tagged on instagram for uh, them doing oh, things wow. and they yeah. tagged the wrong person yeah. on accident and i had the oops that's not me yeah it's <laughs> a mm. shout out but <laughs> wrong person hmm. so what uh if people have never seen your chocolates before or tasted them how would you uh prepare someone ah for well that? um i use mostly dark chocolate mm-hmm. um i believe milk has its place i believe hmm. white has its place but less so than milk Um, So I use mostly dark chocolate. Uh, It's a 66% dark chocolate that I get from the Caribbean. Um, I wish I made my own cocoa bean to bar chocolate, but at the time, I mean, I'm just way too small of an operation for that. So Didn't Rick's shop do that? He did, yeah. Yeah. So he didn't start out doing that, but then he kind of gradually got into it. So when I was there, we were making it ourselves. And it's, I mean, I'm so glad I was able to see that as a process Mm -hmm. for me to understand, A, the amount of work that goes into it, because it is not, I mean, I'm not sure, I've never talked to anyone who said, like, oh, it seems so easy, but it is so much more complicated than I thought it would be, just all around. Um, I would love to do it one day. I just... I remember line. visiting the shop, mm-hmm. and they had uh, like the glass windows where you could look in, mm-hmm. and it literally it looked like a medical lab. Oh, there's so many, mm-hmm. so many different types of machinery, and yeah. you've got to mm-hmm. buy, you have to buy cocoa beans. I mean, for it to be worth it for the price, you yes. buy it basically by the metric ton. Mm-hmm. And wow. so, I mean, over the seven, he was open seven years. Over the four or five years, he was making his own. Mm-hmm. He hadn't gone through the entire metric ton yet. Wow. So it's mm-hmm. it's a big investment Man. if you're gonna buy, and I. I mean, hats off to anyone who does it because it's a very big undertaking. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so I use a 66% sort of single origin in terms of like they're all from the Caribbean mm-hmm. bean. Um, so it's it's mild dark. It's not, you know, 80% and it's not super bitter. It's got kind of a nutty kind of fruit undertone. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, we can open these if you want to sure. yeah, look at them. Yeah. Um, I try and my biggest pet peeve is if you bite into a chocolate and you have no idea what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. If you tell me it's coffee flavored, I want it to be coffee flavored. Yeah. yeah. So these are kind of just an odd selection of things I've got kind of down the pipeline. Um, these two on the end are a Valentine's special where they're all wine 
infused caramels. Wow. Mm, so I've got four potential flavors. One of them I'm still working on. But this one is a bourbon barrel aged Chardonnay caramel. Mm -hmm. And this one is a California Cab Sauv caramel. Nice. Um, I believe these are peanut butter. Ooh. This one is passion fruit dark chocolate. Ooh. This one, actually these two might be the same. They, so I just asked my bridesmaids to be bridesmaids, but I used these things and I wrote on them so nice. these aren't things I, I generally have this was like for a special occasion mm, so cool. I think these are both coffee hazelnut mm. very cool I love the shapes of these Thanks. these ones here like yeah I, I um I'm kind of biting my tongue because the more geometric you get the yeah. more likely you're gonna have holes in the shell from the chocolate just not filling in every crevice because oh. the round ones are so easy they just sure. there's no problems but the second the more you the more angles you throw in and the more like close cut angles the harder it gets but but because I was like I'm bougie everything has to be faceted like a diamond <laughs> and so I buy all these like faceted things and I was like oh no this is but I mean as you can see it's for the most part, it's worked out. Well, first I saw them, it looked like uh, like dice for role playing games. Yeah, like Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. It does <laughs> at the top. It's not rounded. It's it's got like a flat base. Gotcha. So when you pull it out, it'll look a little more just like a faceted, very cool oval or something. But no, it totally does look like one of those like twelve sided dice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was browsing through your um, Instagram the other day, what I like about that is that you really show the entire process of your mm. chocolate making. You don't, you don't just show the beautiful final product. Yeah, I show, show the messy in between. The messy stuff, sometimes the <laughs> uh, mistakes that you mm -hmm. make. But I think that's really fascinating. And based on the comments, people really appreciate that too. I, I like, um, I guess, I appreciate when I watch someone from start to finish make something. Mm -hmm. and, and even though I don't make wedding cakes, I love watching, like, they make the cake, they cut the cake, they ice the cake, the deck. Like, I like the whole sped up process being yeah. shown and so I was like well I appreciate that and I that I kind of like showing the behind the scenes because I mean yeah the finished product is the finished product but there's always going to be you know some mess or something somewhere down the line and that's I think it's more approachable it's more like not humanizing but you know what I mean it's like yes. it's, it's like I'm obviously I make mistakes I'm human whatever so yep I think it's important to show stuff like that totally What's been uh, some of your best-selling selling products so far? Easily uh, caramels. Salt oh, caramels and caramel turtles are probably... Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think I'll ever go without having them. Yeah. I'll have to probably always have them in the lineup. Um, it's been kind of weird recently just because I'm doing this from home, so mm -hmm. I don't have a place people can always come and always buy things. And so you kind of have to reach out to me and we'll figure it out. And so with the, the end of Christmas, I, I lucked out and I made basically just enough that Christmas ended and I had, I mean, like maybe 24 chocolates left. Wow. And then I had a family friend who was like, oh, perfect. I'll just buy the rest from you and I've got a couple gifts and I'll give them away. I was like, all right, perfect. So Christmas ended and I, I basically, within two days of Christmas being over, I had nothing, mm -hmm. which works out because... There's really no, unless it's not like a birthday, there's really no event in January that people buy things for. And so all of January has been just leading up to Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. But anything I would have had from Christmas would have been probably on the like line of might not be as, like it, it's going to obviously fade flavor-wise the longer that it, but it does have a shelf life. It's mm -hmm. cream-based on the inside. And so, you know, six, eight weeks is really where I like to, it off just because I don't, I don't want to 
I don't want to, I'm sure it could last longer than that, but I don't want to risk it. And I'd sure. rather know, like, let's just keep it at eight weeks and we'll call it a day. And I know they're all safe then instead of having some weird guesswork. But I'm glad it worked out that way because, like, I, I would have been sitting on this chocolate and then I just throw it all out and make Luke eat it all or something. So. <laughs> Is that your fiance? Yes, and he gladly does all the time. I just, like, well, I'm like, here, eat this, try this. What do you think? Because you get to the point where I'm like, I've had so much that I can't. It just sort of all sort of runs together eventually sure. when I was trying all these different things, yeah. and so I just make him eat a lot. Your palate gets a little decimated after a little while. bit, yeah. yeah. Well, because everyone's like, "Oh, do you just does it smell just like all?" I'm like, "I can't smell it anymore. Like, I just ah. walk in the room and it doesn't smell like chocolate to me anymore. I just sort of it is what it is." But then other people come in and they're like, "It smells so good down here." <laughs> oh, I'm glad someone else can still smell it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was lucky, and so I'm hoping that. Um, with luckily with Valentine's Day and then I've got the event in March and then yeah. Mother's Day and then uh, or Easter and then Mother's Day and also the farmers markets start up in April and it yes. should still be cool enough that I should be able to go and do those throughout April and then May will probably be hit or miss yeah. and then I'll probably be out hmm. June July August maybe September but last year I couldn't start until mid October hmm. wow because it I was gonna go to the first October weekend and it was ninety four degrees outside so I was like just kidding. I'll stay home. Like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the devastating after effects of not realizing it's going to be that hot when oh. you're outside and it's bad. So, yeah. yeah. Not well, worth then it. that's that's like the perfect segue into my next question is so, what, tell us about the events. If people want to yeah. visit you, yeah. where can they find you? So, um, I'm lucky that uh, I think I mentioned earlier, like before we were recording, that there's the women's creative uh, pop up local business that mm-hmm. I just recently sort of latched on to their really cool business model they conduct three four five pop-ups throughout the year generally around holiday times i think there's this year february and then may and then like christmas time so they're perfect like perfect timing for all of the small vendors but um they put together these pop-ups and they're specifically women-owned small businesses um and it was it's very cool they have um they kind of just saw a need that needed to be met for people who don't have their own brick and mortar stores. And so they just sort of started doing this. And so I popped onto that. So I'll be there for Valentine's Day um, on the 10th. They have an event at Wild Carrot. And then uh, actually, the Galleria Mall. Um, their J. Crew people are really cool. They reached yeah, out to me. I saw that. Yeah, they reached out to me. They So I went to, um, we've been to Bowood Farms. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had a, ma- a maker's market. Yeah after Thanksgiving that mm-hmm. I went to mm-hmm. and there I mean it was so nice and it was an area I'm I want to have a brick and mortar however not having one has really afforded me the opportunity to kind of jump around to all these different locations mm-hmm. and sort of see where the markets are at and so I've been kind of like I'm in Lake St. Louis I'm in O'Fallon I'm in St. Charles I'm in Baldwin I'm in you know St. Louis and nice. so it's been really cool and so anyway I met her there and she was like Hey, I, I manage the gallery uh, J Crew, and we just like to have local people come in every now and then. And oh, that's awesome! I know, and so I went, yeah. and I was like, "This is great," except they are right across the street from Godiva. I mean, like ten steps, oh. ten steps from Godiva. Yeah. And so I was like, "Oof!" But yeah. she was like, "Well, let's just come on Valentine's Day. They always have a line out the door. We'll put your sign out like, right oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool! Bring yeah. them over. So cool. Okay, nice. I, I, I have a sign. It's just sort of meant to be hung from the back of an outdoor farmers market mm-hmm. tent." doesn't work with a table on the inside especially mm. when you don't have anything to hang it from and yes. so i showed up and i was like oh just get looped <laughs> i don't have a sign i know exactly <laughs> just, uh, and so i was like i don't have a sign and then i um 
shouldn't have. I wouldn't have, even if I'd known they were in the mall, I probably wouldn't have even thought of it, but because they were right across the hall, mm-hmm. I was just staring at Godiva like all day and watched me walk in and out and I was like, oh man. And when the manager showed up, maybe like an hour into me being there, she was like, oh, let me grab an A-frame for you and just like scrawled like, made you chocolates and like put it outside. And I was like, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I don't have a sign. And so I went home and bought one like that day. So wow. I have like a new, I have like a new stand-up sign that doesn't need to be attached to anything. And then I bought a tablecloth that has my name on it. So like a little more visibility yeah. so she's like yeah we'll just set your sign out and nice. draw people over so, okay nice. cool. and then uh st charles is having a chocolate and wine event in uh, on march 8th oh fun yeah. in well, the foundry I th- or not the foundry founders hmm. Hmm. I, don't I don't know, know. i have information yeah. for it it's not familiar. i'm not too familiar with st charles i saw something about that online i can't remember what yeah. it was i think um, they, they've done it every year for a couple of years now is what it sounded like huh. it's a uh, I thought we went to that or something. K, it's 102.5 KEZK puts it on. Mm. Is it the it's Burbs at the Foundry thing? Art Center. Oh, no, no that's not. in Chesterfield. That's right here. Yeah, yeah it's the Foundry Art Center. I haven't been to Chesterfield either, so I guess we'll oh. see. This is, um, or not Chesterfield, St. Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done, like, Lake St. Louis, which is mm. kind of out there. Mm. Um, they have a really good farmer's market, and I think this year I'm going to try and talk to, I got approached by the U City Farmer's Market people. Nice. Who I think it used to be Clayton. Hmm. And they moved to U City, and so she know. called me and said, "Will you come?" Because she wanted me to do their Christmas thing, but I already had a market the day that she was doing it. Yeah. So I wasn't able to do it, but I was like, I would love to be part of your actual farmers market because they said they used to have a chocolatier, and then she moved to Chicago, I think. Hmm. Or they'd lost their sister. I think the one. Very cool. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't been to. The, I think this is. I think that's like down by Main Street, St. Charles. Awesome. That makes which sense. is a cool neighbor. It's a cool little. Street. Hmm. There's a lot happening there. Uh-huh. I was impressed. Yeah. And they do quite a few outdoor events. Yeah. Where they have like the uh, streets are just lined with tents and just nice. close everything cool. down. It's cool. So, uh, I'm gonna pop over and do that. I mean, it'll it. I'm trying to be a big kid about it, but it's the entire event is wine and chocolate, and so this will be my first time like really going up against other people who are yeah at the same event. I mean, obviously, other chocolatiers are in the area and people know them much better than. Me, because I'm so new and small mm-hmm. and um, no brick and mortar and all that. But this will be the first time, like, in the same vicinity. Because every mm. market I've done is actually just uh, just me. Yeah. It's all these other, you know, artists for other things. And then I'm the only chocolate. Mm. So, a little nerve-wracking. But also, I was like, I mean, I can't avoid it forever. Yeah, so, yeah, I kind of exactly. just got to jump in and just see what everyone says and what yeah. the reactions are. Which is kind of where I've been basing everything from. Which is great, because people have been so nice. Like, it, I, it's, it's, um... A very rewarding job. Good. Very rewarding. Good, good. Especially I was going to ask you, um, like, with people that you've met or worked with before, maybe people that you just see online, are there any real inspirations for for chocolatiers or candy making? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You want to shout out? I get sucked into so many holes of just following people's yes. stories on Instagram. It's just so interesting. There's... Um, I watch, well, there's, it's called Stick With Me Sweets up in New York, mm. are easily the prettiest chocolates I've ever seen in my entire life. They have the same mold, so everything is a dome, mm. but it's mm-hmm. whatever technique they use, they're the shiniest chocolates I've ever seen. Mm. Every single one is perfectly reflective, and they hand paint everything, and wow. it's, I mean, other incredible. They're so pretty. I haven't been to New York, but... It's on my list. I want to go specifically because I want to see that because it's so pretty and I'm sure their flavors are amazing. Hmm. But, um, uh, Musa Coppola is really cool. I don't know, hmm. um, how, I don't know, sort of a weird 
specific. Like, oh, how many chocolatiers are you familiar with? So, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not even like a, but she's um she's down in Las Vegas. She hmm. went to the same school as me though years apart. Um and just sort of worked in pastry for a while and out in Las Vegas and then kind of fell in love with chocolate and went and spent a couple of years working under some very very talented chocolatiers down in Las Vegas and sort of gained her skill and knowledge base and then um, opened a school, which I think is really cool. Mm. I think, especially with how competitive of a field it can be, mm. especially in a place like Las Vegas where you've got so many crazy, crazy talented people just sort of competing for the spotlight. I just think it's, um, I think it's super admirable that you're, that you love something so much you just want to share it with everyone, all of your skills and talents. And so she brings all these pastry chefs in from all over the world and does classes with chocolate and decorating and flavor profiles and and then she kind of branches out. I think she does like pastry stuff too but I believe it's mostly chocolate mm. but I just I think that's so cool nice. I would love to be able to do stuff like that because yeah. it's just one of those things where, like I don't want to hoard it I want to just <laughs> if I could I was like everyone's like I want to see how you do it I'm like it's not even that hard come over I'll show you like it's not that mm. hard mm-hmm. but it's it's just so much fun and if it's if you're that passionate about something I think it's way cooler to just share it with everyone Awesome. Um, I think maybe I only have like two questions left for you. Unless, sure. is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that we didn't ask yet? Anything at all that doesn't have to be related to chocolate? I don't know. Uh, well, we can pursue your two questions and I'll think yeah. about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I guess you uh, sort of answered already. I was going to ask you to tell people where they can find you in person and online. Yeah. So you told us about a couple of the yes. pop-ups coming. I have a website which is mm-hmm. up and running. It has a shop. It's bijouchocolates.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty easy. Uh, my email is just bijouchocolates at gmail. Um, but if you go on the website, there's the contact me page, which will tell you, A, what markets I'll be at, and B, it says, you know, if you can't make it, just hit me up. Here's my Gmail. Here's my phone number. I, um, my website, I just recently changed it. It used to only charge shipping, mm-hmm. but now I changed it so you can click pick up. And then from there, there's a note that says, like, well, I don't have a brick and mortar, so I will meet you somewhere. Just Hmm. because I never feel like it's right to charge shipping. If you live 20 minutes away from me in St. Louis, I'm not going to charge you $10, $15 just to ship it through USPS. Plus, um, I've done it through, I've had a decent amount of online orders for shipping, just family, friends, and then random people. But I don't like it. I'd prefer to just hand them to you because I never know... If UPS is just throwing them around, you know what I mean? I don't know how, and I package them as well as I can, but they're never going to be the same. Mm-hmm. And so I'd much rather just meet someone rather than choosing shipping. So, um, yeah, I, I'll meet people. I meet people all over. I meet them in the strip parking lot. I've met them at Target. Sometimes <laughs> they just come to my house if they're close. So, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And Bijou is B I J O U X. Yeah. B I J O U X. Chocolates, plural. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> And then my last question is, do you have any asks or requests for the folks listening to us? Ooh. Um, stop eating Hershey's. No, no. (laughs) No, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think, honestly, if I had to say anything, I think the biggest comment I would get from people is like, those are too pretty to eat. And mm. no, they're not. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And it's, it's you know, I, I understand it's not. Um, at least with uh, the U.S., we don't. You know, I have the culture of, like, buy, buying really sort of, not, like, so fancy, but 
they're upper scale type chocolates and so it's sort of something I think a lot of people view as like well this is a gift or this is a special occasion kind of thing whereas kind of over in Europe it's like ah treat myself <laughs> and I think I think it'd be cool if we sort of started gearing towards that more because I I give this to family and friends all the time because I'm just like oh I'm gonna have a ton and like oh these are all mess ups I can't sell them so <laughs> here you guys can take everything and blah 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 and so I just think um I think it should be more of like a, I mean, yeah, gifts and stuff, but just sort of self-indulge. I think people need to self-indulge more. Agree. You all treat it. You, yeah, you yes. deserve it. Treat that's, yourself. Yeah, exactly. that's right. That's right. The most are pretty chocolates. Yeah, they're worth seriously. Because they won't be good in a month. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. why let it waste? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Exactly. That's why I was like, um, for Valentine's Day, I'm doing the hearts. And the so these, I'll be... There's like the hearts collection, which is the hearts and the some round ones, and then the wine collection. They're all this shape. Nice. And then um, I'm doing a dozen box of dozen red roses. So I have like a rose mold, and they're all cool. caramels, and so yeah. it's like just buy something you can eat. Pretty. It's yeah. the cliche red roses, but you can eat them, and they won't yeah. bad, and they won't die, and you don't have to water them. It's not a chore. It's a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Maggie, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really me. appreciate it. I no can't problem. wait to try these. These look delicious. Thank you. Thank you. This no was problem. So I'm much fun. Thank you. Thank you. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Good job, guys. Good job, Basil. So you chill. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Waffles. Yeah, both. That's nice. Our uh, 